Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Hi, welcome back to Is It Bedtime Yet? I'm Dr. Jen and I'm remotely here again with Dr. Serene. Hey Jen, how are you doing? Hey Serene. Man, this has been a process trying to keep this going. So it took us about 25 minutes or 23 minutes to be exact to get Mm -hmm. um, one of my kids to quiet down. (laughs) (laughs) And and aside, and it's just taken weeks for us to align our schedules to be able to even record at all. Right. The shit is hard. (laughs) I mean, between like, gosh, what word am I looking for? Distance learning and, um, Virtual play dates and work and... And parenting. Oh, my God. It's just so hard. Mm -hmm. I... uh, This is really hard. Yeah. This is no joke. This is... uh, This has been really challenging. And uh, I I don't know. And especially, like... I mean, we talked about this before on one of the last episodes. But, like, our job is to, like, support people through this and, like, talk about how hard it is for them. And it's hard for us, too. And it's just... It's so much... It really, it really, really is. But you know, I find that when I'm working, at least it's like a distraction from, it's it's weird, but I feel like when I'm working, it's almost like I'm away from this disaster that's our world right now. You know, it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm focused on um, the person I'm in my Zoom right. room with, you know, and, and it's, it's like, I can focus. Like that's the one time where I feel like my brain is actually working. And then once I log out yeah. of my sessions, I'm like, my brain the chaos turns to mush again. Right. Right. Yeah. It literally turns to mush. Like I've yeah. forgotten so many appointments, so many meetings, so many, I've dropped the ball on so many things. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. Cause, well, cause I think there's just so much emotionally for us to handle that like it's hard to compartmentalize everything and it's hard to like, it's just hard to manage everything all at the same time. It's a lot. This is, this is no joke. This is not for the faint of heart. And I think especially people with kids are having a really hard time balancing everything right now. Yeah. And now like, I guess, you know, their dentist office was closed, so they missed that appointment Mm -hmm. and now making up those appointments and, it looks so different now. Whereas before you just walked into the dental office, you wait in the waiting room and you send them in, they come out, you pay and you go to the car and you go home. Right. Right. That's not what it is now. Now you have to like show up 15 minutes early, which I've never been. I'm usually late, but you have to show up early, um, fill out this whole COVID questionnaire. They take your temperature and check you out outside in the parking lot. Um, I don't know if you've been to the dentist or doctor yet, Jen, but wow. it's insane. And then you have to wear your mask. The kiddo wears their mask. Um, they'll call you in when it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Everything is like, it, it. they literally sterilize everything between, like you're just seeing people cleaning and constantly sterilizing things. It's insane. It's insane. And yeah. then like, my dentist's office, because they hadn't used their systems for so long, everything was down. So the first appointment I took one of my kids to, they couldn't even collect my payment or do anything because everything was down. They couldn't get it up again because it had been so long. So the world just looks so different right now. It's so different. 
Well, and I guess that kind of leads to like so many conversations I've been having with people both, you know, through work and also just personally has kind of centered around like, well, what is the world going to look like for the foreseeable future? And like now that things are starting to reopen back up, people have big feelings about it, whether they're like anxious for things to be up and running because they just need to get back to work or back to their lives or feeling anxious about it because they are scared for things to open back up and the resulting you know, second wave everybody's talking about or like worrying about the negative consequences of things opening up. So people have big feelings in either direction and either way, things are starting to open back up and people are wondering what are things going to start looking like at this point? And I guess you kind of got a glimpse of, of what it could look like at the doctor's office, the dentist office. Yeah, it's so different. But, you know, I think you you presented the two kind of polar, the polarized sides of like, people's anxiety about, um, you know, people anxious to go back because they need to go back to work and they need to, they, they just want to get out, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. extroverts. They want to see people. And on the flip side, other people's anxiety about going out, um, and being exposed. Right. But then there's yeah. people like me who I'm <laughs> screwed either way because I'm dying right. to get out as much of an introvert as I am. I like going to stores. I like, I yeah. like being, I like Disneyland. I like, you know, theme parks. I like going places. Um, and I have that anxiety of like, I'm cooped up, but at the same time I have that anxiety of like, well, if I go to these places, am I going to be exposed? Right. I think we're kind of in the same place there. I think we kind of sit in the same general medium area of like wanting to go out, wanting things to open up, wanting life to go back to normal, but being worried about what that's going to look like or how that'll impact us. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I have to say. Yeah. Well, and so now they're starting to talk too about like what things have to look like for schools to open back up. And I know that's been a huge discussion for parents about like, I don't know if you saw like the whole CDC guidelines for like what they're talking about for the requirements for schools to open back up. But I know most of it involves like kids over the age of two wearing a mask and sitting six feet apart and not touching the same supplies and all that kind of stuff. And I think there's a lot of big feelings that parents have around like different views of like, well, yeah, I just need to get my kid back in school versus other people are worried about like the impact that that could have on their kids or worrying about that even being realistic for their kids. Yeah. I mean, again, I feel like I'm I'm in that middle ground and in the I middle. Think a lot of people mm-hmm. are, we're like, Oh my gosh, yeah. we just want to go back to normal, but we, we can't go back to normal like that. Right. Is gone. Um, at least for, like you said, the foreseeable future. Right. So I did see the CDC requirements. I thought, um, you know, I guess my concern was more f- like what would be the psychological implication of, Right. Carrying out that guideline, right? Like, how do you tell a four-year-old or five-year-old or six-year-old, like the younger kids, you know, mm-hmm. don't go by Johnny. Don't, don't, don't play. Right. Don't play too close to him. Stay in your little. You know, there's some I've seen where they're putting like partitions between the desks, um, mm-hmm. or they're 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 making like a square or a circle on the floor with tape and you know, you stay in your area, like, how's that going to impact them in the future? Like, what is that going to tell them about social relationships or like emotional or physical intimacy, not in the sexual way, but in, you know, in in the friendship way, um, sharing books, sharing toys, like what, 
I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm well, not sure. And I think there's a huge, there's a huge challenge for all ages, right? Cause like, yeah, for the little kids, I think there could be a huge psychological impact. Not only that, but like little kids, like I'm talking like two ish when they need to, you know, or even younger kids, even like little kids in the, like a daycare, like mm-hmm. it, even if they're not required to wear masks, if all of their caretakers are wearing masks, like the impact of a little kid not being able to see like the emotional reciprocity of like an adult's face who's with them, like five to eight hours a day, like that's a lot. And then for kids over the age of two who they're asking them to wear masks all day, which I, you know, that makes sense. It's for safety. But like, have you ever seen a kid with a Halloween mask on and how long that stays on their face? Like two minutes, right? Yeah. Tops. Or kids with like, so like asthma or, you know, different yeah. kids, or that might have some anxiety or claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. How's, how are they going to sit with that? Right. Like how realistic is it to expect them to keep a mask on all day? And then to like tell kids they can't share the same toys. Yeah. Like, that's all kids do is they want the toys that their friends are playing with and they want to play together. How is that going to work? Right. So for the little kids, for sure. But then I'm also thinking like for like middle school, high school kids who rotate classes all day, one of the requirements is that they have to stay with the same staff members the whole day or the same mm-hmm. teachers the whole day. What is that going to look like for like middle school and high school? They're going to just sit with their algebra teacher all day long. Like how, how are they going to get English or how are, you know, like how, what is that going to look like if they have to stay with the same teacher all day? Like I, yeah, and the poor I can't wrap my head around having to sit like, right? in the same classroom for eight <laughs> hours straight. all day. Um, well, you, I mean, teenagers, I feel so bad for during this quarantine yeah. because you know, you're in that, you're in that phase of your life where your parents know nothing. Your parents are the biggest dummies in the world. You know, your friends mm-hmm. are everything you're, you know, you, you, your friends are your world. Right. And now to be, away from them and to have to distance yeah. yourself from them and or isolate yourself from them and be stuck in a home with your parents can you imagine right <laughs> no not at all well and I know like some some of my like older teen clients have talked about like during this whole like social distancing thing how hard it's been for them socially but also just like the distance learning thing like they're taking all their tests online I think literally I imagine every single kid is just texting and like group chatting their friends and taking tests together like I don't see how how this is like I don't even think about that yeah like literally they're just all taking their exams together I imagine like they're I and I think a lot of them are just like not showing up to classes because they're not feeling like they're getting anything out of it because they're not able to like focus like and then what's that going to look like when they go back to school like I just I can't wrap my head around it and I don't have any suggestions or ideas or any, you know, brilliant insights, but it's just, it's so crazy to try to wrap your head around. Yeah. Um, well, my, my son is in first grade, my older one. So they have Mm -hmm. tests and, um, all that fun stuff, but the tests are like, the teacher will post it day of or the night before, and then the, the parents print them out. They take the test and then we take a picture of the, you know, the, the page or pages and email it or text it to them. Um, that's how they're doing it for now. I'm I'm not sure for the older classes, it's, it's more, um, you know, uh, tech savvy since they're more tech savvy, you know? Um, but it's, it's been okay. The one funny thing is that this week or last week they added PE on zoom 
Hmm. What does that look like? Oh my God, they're a PE coach. (laughs) I was doing the exercises with him like on the side off camera. I was dripping sweat, pain everywhere. (sighs) I kept looking at him like, she's insane. He's like, I know. My goodness. I mean, the coach is in incredible shape because she can do all this and still breathe and talk. Sure. Um, So it's kind of like a, like a workout class, I guess, you know, um, you know, so my cousin is a PE coach at an elementary school and he's like told me a little bit about doing zoom classes and stuff, but I, now I kind of want to go back and like pick his brain and like ask him like, what exactly does that look like? And like, how are you doing that? I mean, it's amazing because I'm, I'm, it was Wednesday. It's once a week and I'm still in pain from like, doing half half of what like they had to do. It, Can I sign up for your son's PE class so that I can get some exercise? <laughs> yes, for sure. I will record myself doing it next time. And t- yes. <laughs> That's all I want in life, Serene, is a video of you doing your son's <laughs> PE class. And then I will use that as my, that'll be my like holy grail of working out. I know. it was. I love it. I, I, I wish I could do half the things that, you know, the coach was, um, that's hilarious. It, yeah. 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 I was like, well, the, so I was happy about that because they're getting some activity yeah. in at least. Um, That's good. Well, yeah. so let me ask you. So school's almost over. Um, are school over for you guys or not yet? Uh, no, a couple of weeks more. Okay. A couple more weeks. We have a couple more weeks too. Yeah. So what is summer going to look like for you guys? Is, is your school doing summer school? Uh, the last I heard, they, like might, they might do um, distance learning for summer school over the summer yeah okay uh but nothing's been confirmed and we yeah i mean nobody knows for next school year what it's gonna look like right i mean nobody's really announced anything we haven't heard anything from Mm. our our um, school district either so we'll see yeah yeah I know we just got an announcement that they haven't had enough zoom participation during the school year to make it uh lucrative for them to do a summer program so they canceled their summer uh, distance learning stuff for, for our preschool. So that's a bummer. So uh, I definitely like reached out to my daughter's teachers right away. And I was like, can I pay you to just do private Zoom classes with her? Because we need something. So I think we're getting that set up because it's been the Zoom classes have been really good for us. But literally like anywhere between like two to four kids out of like 15 have been signing in from her class. Oh. So like obviously the parents are like, either the kids aren't getting enough out of it or the parents are having a hard time balancing schedules or whatever it is, which is all valid. But for us, it's been like a lifesaver to have that consistency and schedule. So I like reached out to the teachers immediately and I was like, please let me just give you money so you could do classes with her privately. And one of the teachers agreed. So thank God. Yeah. But, um, I I mean, so we, it's hard. So much looks different and is going to look different. And I guess we never really talked about this at the start of this episode that today's episode is about all the uncertainties and all our anxieties about the uncertainties of the the future holds, I should say. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you're wondering why we're rambling on about all this like stress invoking stuff, it's because that's what this (laughs) podcast is about. (laughs) Right. Um, but I, but I, but I think it's because that's kind of what's on everybody's mind right now. Right. Right. Yeah. And people that, yeah. And like you, you know, go, Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, be, I was gonna say people that have to go back to work, um, right. you know, all the stress involved about changes they have to make to their offices or, um, 
just all these changes, you know, depending on what industry you're in, staggering employees and not having everybody in at the same time or everything just looks and sounds so different. So, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I cut you off. What were you going to say, Jen? No, I don't even know what Ugh. I was going to say. I'm like we said before, our brain is mush right now. I have no clue. Um, but yeah, and every and I think that's the thing is like people don't really know what's happening till like so much is changing so rapidly that like all of a sudden people are like, oh, I have to go back to work soon or like um, trying to plan for like if people work for themselves, like when they're going to go back to their offices or like how they're going to safely go back to their offices. Um, right. It's it's there's so much uncertainty, like you said, and like like you were talking about the kids school and like not knowing when the schools are going to open back up in the fall, if they are, how they are. Um, like we got word that our preschool is opening back up in like August for like in-person schooling, but I'm like not holding my breath until we get closer because things are changing so quickly. So I don't know what it's going to look like. And then if it does open, if we're even going to send her back right away. So there's just so much unknown and it makes it so hard to be able to plan for the future. And as people who are planners, it's hard for us. Yeah. I mean, I guess what are ways of dealing with that stress, that stress of not knowing or the anxiety of not knowing? How can people, I mean, I think what, what I've been telling people is I think what's hard is a, like we've talked a little bit about this before is a focus on the things you have control over because there's so much that's outside of your control right now that you can't control. So focus on what you do have control over. But I think secondly, like as, as good as it is to plan for the future, my other suggestion would be, to focus as much right now on the present as you can, because things are changing so quickly and rapidly, and we don't know what things are going to look like a week from now, a month from now. I mean, it, it really sucks. And I think that's what, um, and that's something my husband and I kind of talk about is that if we knew, right, if we knew what August mm -hmm. is going to look like, what back to school is going to look like, we would be able to plan better. Do we need a second desk do we need a second tablet because then my little right. one will be in kindergarten um do we do we need all these things do we you know I don't want to be on like the internet or Amazon or whatever looking for desks like the day before school because that's when we found out that you know um it's going to be distance learning we kind of want to be prepared but right. at the same time it's that's just not it's it's not going to happen right now we're not going to have yeah. that answer right now. So I guess there's nothing we can do. And I, I hate saying this, but I'm continuing to preach apathy in a way. Like, you know what? Just yeah. like, let it go. And I hate saying that to people. That's like my pet peeve when someone says, let it go. Like, don't, you know, deal, mm -hmm. just deal with it. But at this point, it's like, you cannot you do have to. anything. Like you can't do anything. So, yeah, like you said, focus on the present. Bake those breads. Right. <laughs> yeah, bake bake those. We did, we bake I made sourdough bread for the first oh time during quarantine. <laughs> which is a pain in the ass. You have to like feed the starter all the time and like it's such a big process just to make a loaf of bread. But um yeah, yeah, yeah do do whatever you need to do to survive right now. Yeah. So, um Exercise is huge, although that's also mm -hmm. limited now, but so mm -hmm. many of, of, if you're a gym member, so many gyms are now like going virtual and they're posting videos yeah. instead of um, 
you know, instead of opening up classes or, um, YouTube has a lot of cool exercise stuff happening. Um, there's also a lot of really cool like videos to like do workout stuff with your kids. Mm -hmm. There's like a bunch of like kids yoga things or like kid, like move your body kind of videos that you could do with your kids to try to make it fun and get them moving too. So there's lots of options. Yeah. Or we just like dance in the kitchen. I, yeah, I put on some lots of dance party. Yeah. Yeah. I put on music and, um, we have like a cleaning party where I give them just like, you know, wipes and stuff. And their job is to clean the counters and the, and the um, cabinet doors and stuff and dance while we do it. So that's, that's, oh, that's fun. really smart. Um, that's smart. And that way they're doing a chore and we're having fun and you know, it's quality time too. I like it. Um, I guess just finding things that work, that work for you. A lot of mm-hmm. people are doing a lot of fun arts and crafts stuff or baking, which I'm doing none of those things. <laughs> But you're having dance clean the, the kitchen parties, which I love. Yeah. I mean, just get creative and yeah, whatever works, honestly. Absolutely. There's no judgment anywhere. Like, do whatever works. Yep. Um, although we did scare the neighbors because we did take the dance party outside and we can see one of our neighbors was, like, just at his window, like, looking at us. Like, what are these crazy people doing? Um, That's incredible. I love yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I have nothing else to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think these days, like twenty minutes of talking is about the capacity of what we can do, uh, and intelligently. I don't even know what quote I unquote. said. Yeah, I have n- yeah. no clue. No clue. But who knows? I mean, I I I'd really like it if um listeners can email us with ideas of what to do with kids. Um, Mm -hmm. during the stay at home order or safer at home order, um, kids of all ages. And that way we can kind of post it on our, on our Instagram and everybody can kind of share ideas. So definitely if you have any ideas, just email us. Yeah. And also since everybody's kind of in the same boat and everybody's dealing with all the same stuff right now, especially those of us with kids who are stuck at home email us topics that you want to hear. Like if there's something that you're struggling with specifically or something that seems to be like a common denominator between you and your friends that you're all struggling with, email us and let us know because, you know, everybody's kind of in the same boat right now. And if you're wanting to hear a specific topic, there's a chance that other people are probably wanting to hear it too. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. You know what? I just realized we totally missed Mother's Day. So also a happy, uh, totally belated Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day to everybody out there. I don't know why that just popped into my head when you were <laughs> popped into. How was your quarantined Mother's Day, Serena? I don't remember it. When was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I guess it was not memorable. <laughs> is that sad? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, every day is kind of the same right now. Yeah, we probably just stayed home. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we definitely just stayed home because that's what we're doing every day. Um, probably maybe watched a movie because, again, that's what we do yeah. a lot. Um, I have, gosh, yeah. I don't remember. I do not remember. Wow, that is really sad. I only remember because the only thing that I really wanted to do for Mother's Day was have a tea party. 
And I was so bummed that we couldn't really like go to a tea place or like do tea. But then it turned out that the tea house near where we live um, decided to do a curbside pickup for Mother's Day. So we ordered tea, like the full shebang where they do like the little finger sandwiches and scones and desserts and different teas and all that stuff. And uh, we had a full on fancy tea party in the backyard. So that was fun. Okay, cute. Cute, cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah. If we didn't do that, it would have just been every every other day. It would have been exactly the same. So I feel you. All right. All right. Well, on that note, like we said, if you have ideas for topics, if you have ideas for what to do with your kids during quarantine, um, if you want to share anything with us, please email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com. Um, don't forget to check out our Instagram, Facebook. That's where you can find all of our updates, um, any new information we have for you on Instagram. Excuse me, I'm drinking coffee and uh yeah. Uh on Instagram. <laughs> we're, nice. Um on Instagram where is a bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each of the words. And uh on Facebook is a bedtime yet podcast. And until next time, I'm Dr. Jen and that is Dr. Serene. <laughs> and we're still asking like we do every single day. Is it bedtime yet? <laughs> <laughs>